letters and make sure they don't need anything. Uh, Brother Rick Hurley doesn't. I know that. And I'll try to call around some more folks this week. But uh, let's do pray for missionaries. So we'll try that business meeting next week if we can. Amen. Alright. 2 Timothy chapter 1 tonight. 2 Timothy chapter number 1 in your Bibles tonight. Find your place, say amen. Second Timothy chapter number one, verse number ten. All right. <clears throat> the Bible said, But is now made manifest by the appearing of our Savior Jesus Christ, who hath abolished death, and hath brought life and immortality to light through the gospel. That's as far as we'll get tonight, probably, but as we look at this verse tonight, if it's going to make sense uh, to us tonight, we're going to have to go back and we're going to have to review a little bit, if you will, of our last study. All right, so let's do that first of all. All right, so in our last study, we began reading down in verse number nine, and we read where the Bible said this, the Bible said, who has saved us and called us with an holy calling, not according to our words, but according to his own purpose and grace which was given us in Christ Jesus uh, before the world began. So remember tonight that here is Paul tonight and he's writing this letter to young Timothy in the Word of God and he's trying to encourage young Timothy in the faith tonight to keep on going for the Lord Jesus Christ and to keep on going in the ministry that the Lord had put him in. Friend, what I believe tonight that Paul was trying to do for young Timothy is he was trying to encourage young Timothy in the faith tonight, and he was trying to encourage him along the way. And you know, uh, young, young Timothy needed uh, some encouraging in those times. And you know, when I need encouraging in my life to just go on, I don't know if your men, uh, I don't know if you, your wives do this or not, but sometimes my wife has to give me a little push and a swift kick in the behind sometimes to go on. Amen. But I need encouragement sometimes. Do you ever need encouragement? Some of y'all like that too good. I don't know how to take that. Listen, if there's ever been a day and time in our day when the child of God needs some encouraging tonight, it's that way in our day. I mean, friend, we're living in a day and time where the world has lost its mind. I mean, people, I, I watched the thing today, people are flipping cop cars over and breaking out the windshields. And uh, I'm going to go ahead and say this. i tell you what, fix that real fast and then take some guns over there and start shooting a little bit. Now, that may not be popular, but look, it, it, we're living in a day and time and it's sad what's going on in America. We need some encouraging. As a child of God, you cut the news on in our day and you don't even know whether you can believe what the news says or not. Amen? That's where we're at. And you can cut some preaching on the TV and you don't even know if what they're saying is right half the time anymore. Friend, listen, if you can't trust anybody in our day, then who are we going to trust? Well, 
They ain't the one person we can trust. Trust and obey. For there's no other way, friend. We're going to have to trust God. And we're going to have to trust what His Word has said to us and what He has left behind for us tonight. And His words are found tonight in the King James Bible. Friend, while young Timothy was out there on the battlefield, and while young Timothy was out there fighting for the Lord, Paul was letting him know just who exactly that it was who was with him in those days. And friend, as we said in our last study... Uh, the one that was with young Timothy is the same one tonight who is with us in our day friend, in our time, and that is the great God of heaven is with the child of God tonight. In verse 9, Paul was letting Timothy know that the same God that had saved him is the same God that was with him. And friend, despite some of the things that we're facing as a country, despite some of the things we're facing as a nation in our day and our time, I don't know about you, but I'm glad tonight the same God is with us here in Tennessee. And I'm glad that there's still some people in Tennessee and over in Ash County that still have some sins, aren't you? Hallelujah for that. Amen. Uh, but our great God of heaven tonight has told us in the Word of God, He'd never leave us and He'd never forsake us. I'm glad for that. The same God that was with young Timothy, hallelujah tonight, it's the same God that's with us. Friend, as we said in our last study, the same God that had saved young Timothy was the same God that was with him. And the same God that had called young Timothy to the mission field was the same God that was with young Timothy the whole time. Young Timothy had been called by God to go to the mission field. And he had been called by God who is holy. I mean, to be holy holy. Just like all of you and I tonight have been called by God to live a holy life in front of a lost and a dying world. And the only way we can ever stand holy in front of an almighty God tonight is that we've got to have the blood be applied to our lives. Friend, I hope the blood of the Lamb is applied to your lives tonight. I hope you're saved. I hope you're born again. you say, preacher, well, I've heard people say, I think I am. You better know y'all. Especially in the day and hour we're living in. Hey, you don't have to think you're saved. You better know you're saved. Amen. But the God that had saved young Timothy is the God that was with young Timothy. And the God that had called young Timothy was the God who was with him as well. Let me back up and say something else about those guns I was talking about. You know, rubber bullets would probably do the trick. Amen. Those things hurt. All right. Uh, so the God that had saved young Timothy is the God that was with young Timothy. So also in our last study, God was not with him because of anything that young Timothy had done. Now, God was with young Timothy because of the grace of God that had been given before the world began as we looked in our last study. So as we said in our last study, now you've got to comprehend this is the mind of God. Uh, God knew that man was going to need a Savior. When I say man, don't think I'm talking about just men. I'm talking about the whole entire world. But God knew that everyone was going to need a Savior tonight. And friend, that and, and, and Paul was telling young Timothy tonight that the all-knowing and the all-powerful and the all-present God, Paul was letting young Timothy know that despite the persecution, he said that God that knew that man was going to need a Savior is right there with you the whole entire time. And if you're saved and born again tonight. Hey, the world's crazy. We know tonight, but the same God that was with young Timothy is the same God that's with us. 
Friend, I'd rather have God on my side than the whole army of the United States. And I'm not bashing them. I appreciate what they do for this country. But I'm telling you, I'd rather have God on my side than them. Amen. But He's the same God that's with me tonight. And by this wonderful and by His marvelous grace tonight, child of God, hallelujah, we're going to make it out of this thing one of these days. And things are going to get better. Amen. Alright, with that in our minds, let's read again verse 10. But is now made manifest by the appearing of our Savior Jesus Christ, who hath abolished death and hath brought life and immortality to light through the gospel. So, after talking about and after explaining God's proposal in eternity to do something permanent for you and for me tonight, what is permanent for us is salvation, full and free uh, for us, and He done it through the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, we see tonight that Paul is also telling young Timothy in the Word of God that God's purpose for fallen man and for lost sinners was now made manifest by the appearing of our Savior, Jesus Christ. Now, how many people can see God tonight? I mean, literally, we can't. We cannot literally physically see Him, but we can see all that He's done. Amen. And so, we can't see Jesus Christ tonight either. So, we know that this is not talking about a present day and time here in the Word of God. So, what this part of the verse is talking about tonight is that God's plan was revealed from heaven when Christ came to the earth the first time. Now listen, John Phillips says this. He says, Our planet was invaded from outer space by the Son of God, who became the Son of Man. That's pretty good. And the Bible was, and, and that's exactly what happened of the day that Jesus Christ came to the earth. Amen. And then we see tonight that God's plan for lost humanity began to come into play when Christ first come into the world. Now when Christ came down from heaven the first time, what happened tonight, now get a hold of this, the devil's not going to like this, I'll go ahead and tell you, but as I study, this is what God gave me, is that what had happened the first time Christ came is that Satan's hold on the world was torn loose just a little bit, and his complete power over the world has been taken tonight. The Bible said in Colossians chapter 2 and 15, and having spoiled principalities and powers, He, Jesus Christ, made a show of them openly, triumphing over them in it. Friends, since the day that Christ went to Calvary for you and I, and since the day that He died on the old rugged cross, since the day that Jesus Christ resurrected from the grave, Satan's ability to rule over this world tonight has been limited tonight, and now the devil can't do anything tonight without first of all going to God. Remember Job. He couldn't touch Job until Satan went to God. So, when Christ appeared upon this earth, Satan was allowed tonight, and I mean that, he was allowed to stir up hatred and opposition. He was allowed to orchestrate the crucifixion of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Christ allowed Satan to get them to organize his death, and he done that by using the hands of sinners, and even since then, Satan has been allowed to oppose 
arose and to harass the church of the Lord Jesus Christ. He's allowed right now. And he has also been allowed to create havoc all over the world. We see the hand of Satan all over this stuff going on. But he's only allowed to do that tonight as long as his activities go hand in hand with God's activities. So God is still yet in control even though there's stuff going on. He's, he's allowing it for now. But he's only going to put up with it for so long. Amen. Amen. So, we see tonight, Satan may really think he's in control right now. He may be laughing, having a good time, but friend, when Christ comes back again to get his bride, and when Christ comes back to rule and to reign the earth tonight, He's going to deal with Satan once and for all. Hallelujah. All the havoc on the world that, uh, that's there right now is one day going to cease and it's one day going to stop. And then upon the earth, there's going to be a new heaven. There's going to be a new earth. And the devil will be bound in hell forever and all eternity, never to wreak havoc on the world again. Friend, victory was given us at Calvary. Hallelujah. When Jesus Christ rose, from the grave sitting on the right hand of God right now and I can just hear Jesus say see he don't even know when the Father is going to tell him to come back to get his bride but I can see Jesus right now saying Father just let me go just let me go get them let me take them out of here hey man but one of these days the Father's going to say alright son go get them hallelujah friend I thank God tonight uh, I'm sorry let me back up the grace of God who saved us tonight appeared when Jesus Christ came into the world. That same grace appeared when Jesus hung on the old rugged cross. What kept Him there? Grace and undeserved kindness for us kept Him on the cross for Him. And I thank God tonight when I was out in sin, when, when I was out in the world, hey, I don't know about you tonight, but I'm glad the grace of God appeared in my life. Aren't you? Friend, not only has grace appeared, not only did Jesus Christ have grace, but look at something else He done. Look at this verse. The Bible also says, this verse is full of stuff. Look where the Bible says, who hath abolished death. Glory to God. Not only has Jesus Christ shown grace into the world for the child of God, Jesus Christ has also abolished death. I bet young Timothy was ready to go charge Nero and all of that army whenever he heard this. But listen, alright. So here in this part of the verse, we see the word abolish. What does that mean? The word abolish means to make void or to destroy, or put it into. And that's exactly what Christ has done to death tonight for those of us who are saved and born again. The Bible says in Hebrews 2, 14-15, For as much then as the children are partakers of flesh and blood, He also Himself likewise took part of the same, that through death He might destroy him that had the power of death, that is the devil. The Bible says, And deliver them who through fear of death were all their lifetime subject the bondage. Now death tonight is something that causes a lot of people to fear in our day. I mean, it's like the old saying goes, everyone wants to live, but nobody wants to die. Amen? And I don't think any of us is really looking forward to it. Amen? But listen, the one who had the power over death 
is the devil tonight. He's got the power over death. And there's no doubt in my mind tonight that he's surely going to cause some folk to die and to go to hell. He is. And he's going to trick them. He's going to get them to sit on a church pew all their life. And he's going to tell them they're fine, they're fine, they're fine. And he's going to lie to them. And they're going to believe it. But listen, friend, he'll take, he'll talk them out of getting saved. He'll talk them out of getting washed in the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. And unfortunately, that's just the way it is tonight. But for us that are saved and born again, Jesus Christ abolished death for us. He done away with death for us when He died on the cross and when He resurrected from the grave. He resurrected victorious and so did you tonight. When Jesus Christ returned victorious from the tomb, here's what I bet the Lord declared. The Bible said in Revelation 1 and 18, I am He that liveth and was dead. And Jesus Christ did die on the cross. A lot of folks will say that He swooned. A lot of folks will say that He didn't die. He died. Amen. He said He did. The Bible said, I am He that liveth and was dead. And behold, I am alive forevermore. Amen. And have the keys of hell and of death. Friend, after Jesus Christ rose from the tomb, after the angel rolled the stone away, for Christians tonight, the grave has been robbed from its terror, and death for the child of God tonight has become a door to everlasting life. Do you understand that tonight? The Bible says in 2 Corinthians 5 and 8, we are confident, I say and willing, rather to be absent from the body and to be present with the Lord. For the child of God tonight, what that means is we have become victorious over death and over hell and over the grave because we've been washed in the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. And friend, when we depart from this world tonight, hallelujah to God tonight, we're not going to hell, but the Bible tells me we'll be with Jesus. Amen. Friend, hallelujah. We depart to be parted from this world, but we depart to be eternally with Christ. Hey friend, ain't that better? than staying in the world. Listen, friend, the Bible says in Philippians 1 and 23, For I am in a strait betwixt two, having a desire to depart and be with Christ, which is far better. Amen. What a day. Friend, hear the Word of God tonight. Uh, Paul is writing this letter to young Timothy. And what Paul was trying to do for him tonight is he was trying to lay at ease, I think, uh, young Timothy's fears. He was letting young Timothy know tonight that because he'd been saved and born again, he was letting him know that since he'd been washed in the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ, he was letting him know that even though there were persecutions going on, even though Nero was around him, Christians were being beheaded, friend, he was letting him know that Timothy, you're saved and born again, and child of God, there's better days ahead. Hey, they may be flipping comp cars over tonight, but I'm telling you, this world is not my home. There's a better day ahead for the child of God. What a lesson tonight. When you look around the world in our day, it don't take long to see that the world has lost its ever-loving mind. I mean, you used to be able to take somebody's word for something. You can't even do that no more. Hey, this world, I'm glad it ain't my home. Aren't you? Friend, listen, it don't take long for us as children of God to get in the Word of God tonight either. And remember that one of these days, the Lord is going to take us to a better place and a better land that's far more better than this crazy old world. When we depart, we're going to be uh, just simply, we're not going to be just simply down in the earth tonight. Hey man, we're not going to 
come back as some animal. Glory, hallelujah. I'm glad. Uh, how, how would you like to come back as a dog or something like that? I don't think I'd like that very much. Hey, man, we're not going to do that. Uh, we're not going to a place called purgatory. I'm glad there's no such thing as that either tonight. Hey, friend, the Bible tells me that when I die, when my flesh dies, the Bible said, I'll be with Jesus. Friend, we'll be forever present with Lord Jesus Christ. As far as I can tell. Nero and his army might have been coming for young Timothy. Uh, but even if he got a hold of him, even if Nero had got a hold of Timothy, even if he had put young Timothy to death tonight, Paul was letting know that young Timothy stand up straight, be a man, preach the gospel, there's better days ahead. He said, young Timothy, you're saved. You're born again. Why fear? Child of God, no matter what we may go through down here, no matter what we may go through in this old crazy sin-filled world tonight, I'm glad to report to you if you're saved, there are better days ahead. Amen. Now things may get a lot worse. I'd say they probably will. But one thing's going to happen is it's going to get better for us one of these days. Jesus Christ not only abolished death for us. Look at something else this verse says. Look now. Where the verse has brought life and immortality to light through the gospel. Listen, so what once was dark, now is light. Hallelujah. There was a time when death for us that are saved and born again was a dark place, was a dark time. And even though I'm in no hurry to die tonight, I guarantee you that when I do die, what once was dark and cold, I mean, friend, you think of a grave being dark in a cold place, but once was dark and once what once was cold and once meant death for me, now my death in the flesh, the life for my soul has just begun. If you're saved tonight, when you die, the life for your soul has just started. Amen. So, Jesus Christ not only abolished death tonight, He replaced death with life. That's what He done. The Bible says here tonight, Jesus Christ uh, brought life and immortality to the light through the Gospel. And even though there's some things that are terrible about death tonight, uh, as hard as it is, a hard pill to swallow sometimes. I mean, death is. But for the child of God, death for us must be viewed tonight in the light of Jesus' great triumph over the grave. We must remember tonight that even at the time of our death, we can be aglow tonight with the shining realities and with the great fact tonight that we're going to live forever. We ought to all shout the house down tonight because even at the grave, we're alive. Hallelujah. My flesh one of these days will pass away. I won't be fat no more. It's gonna, it, this thing's going to fall off. Amen. And I'm not going to have to worry with it anymore. But listen, my soul will not ever die. Never, ever die. So the very thing inside of me tonight, the very thing that allows you to live, allows you to speak, allows you to talk, allows you to think, God's saying, your soul, this flesh didn't get saved. But the soul did. So it's going to be alive forever and ever if you're saved and watch the blood of the Lamb. Just like Jesus was victorious over death, hell, and the grave tonight, because I'm washed in the precious blood of Christ, I'm victorious over death, hell, and the grave tonight. And if you've been saved and born again tonight, then you are too. And friend, I like being with you down here. Amen. But I can't wait to be with you up there. Glory. Hallelujah. We've had some great church services. I mean, the Lord has showed up. But can you imagine when we get to go up yonder 
And Jesus shows up every day. And He never, ever leaves. Hey, some of y'all that ain't never shouted is going to shout. Amen. Some of you that ain't never raised your hand is going to raise your hand. Some of you that ain't never sung in the choir is going to sing in the choir. Hallelujah. Hey, friend, listen. Our flesh will not be there to hinder us anymore. Thank God. And we'll not get tired anymore. Can you imagine being in a place where you'll never have one of these come up ever again? Hey, we're going to a better land. We'll never be tired. Never be old as the song that Miss Rita sings. Hey, friend, listen. All that because Christ has brought life and immortality to light through the gospel. Friend, if you've never seen the light of the gospel, if you don't know how it feels to be saved, you need to get that thing fixed up. The world's not getting any better. Free unlisten. There's nothing greater tonight than I can think of than being saved. I mean, I like to eat. But friend, I'm telling you, there's nothing better than being born again. Hey, friend, I mean, it's better than a hamburger to talk about being. <laughs> Listen, get saved. Have peace in your heart. I've got peace in a world full of madness. I've got grace in a world that will give you no grace. Amen. And you're lucky if you get a law officer to give you grace when they pull you over. But I'm telling you, I've got grace tonight in a world that has no grace. I have life that will last forever in a world full of death tonight. And friend, because of all that, I have light in a world that's full of darkness. I've got joy in my heart tonight That in a world that's full of hate. Hey, child of God, we ought to be the most happy people in the world tonight because of what Christ put down in our hearts and our souls. I've got life tonight that's not only going to last for 80 or 90 years. I've got life tonight that's going to last forever and ever and ever and ever. Friend, I'm telling you tonight, if you're saved and born again, we ought to get happy about what Jesus Christ done for us. Friend, Christ brought life and immortality to light through the gospel. And it's still by the gospel that souls will still be saved. Friend, the Bible says in Psalm 34 and verse number 8, Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man that trusteth in Him. I'm telling you, friend, I don't know why God's placed this on my heart tonight, but if you're lost without God, why don't you taste and see? Taste and see the Lord is good. Hey, friend, just give Him a try. Amen. And I think you'll like what you find. Young Timothy was a man tonight who had tasted and who had seen, and he was a man tonight who knew that life had been brought to him through the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. And as Paul is writing this letter, he's letting young Timothy know tonight that no matter what happened to him, there was a better day ahead. People who had been killed for what you and I believe tonight, get a hold of this, have been able to sing triumphantly in their flames of persecution. Listen, a man named Stephen in the Word of God was one of the first martyrs that I know of and this is what he saw at his death. He saw heaven open and he saw Jesus Christ standing up to welcome him home. The Bible says in Acts 7 and 56 and said, Behold, I see the heavens open and the Son of Man, who's that? Jesus Christ standing on the right hand of God. Stephen's not the only one tonight who saw heaven at his cross. And listen, there have been many saints of God who've seen heaven before they 
go right before they pass away. Listen, Stephen had saw heaven open. He saw Jesus waiting to welcome him home. Mr. D.L. Moody, a great preacher of old days, is another man who is said to have a wonderful time dying. Amen. That's what his history said. And Mr. D.L. Moody said this at his deathbed to the people around him. He told them this. He said, it's beautiful. God is calling me and I must go. He didn't say I'm dreading the trip. He didn't say I'm sad about it. He said it's time for me to get out of here. Friend, I'm telling you, I've seen Christians on their deathbed point up to heaven when they couldn't even talk and a big smile come across their face. You say, preacher, what happened? They knew where they were going. Friend, I've heard the testimony of saved folk who went on to be with the Lord Jesus Christ. Mr. James Hound, Sunday school teacher in our home church, couldn't even raise up his bed, but God raised him up and he hollered, holy, holy, holy is the Lord and he is gone. What do you think happened? He knew where he was going. I hope you know tonight. Friend, I can only imagine what they must have saw. Glory. Hallelujah. Friend, listen, if you're saved and you're born again, if you're washed in the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ, one of these days, my friend, we're going to see just exactly what they saw. We're going to see the gates of heaven. I don't know. Open wide. I can only imagine. I honestly don't know what it's all going to be like. But I know there's a street of gold. I know there's some jasper up there. But I know this. We're going to see Jesus. And we're going to see His stripes. I believe. Where He got me. And we're going to look at Him and worship. I believe we'll see the nail. I think the Bible speaks of that. We'll see the skull where the nails have been. And I believe, friend, we're just going to cut loose. And have a good time. Hey, man, friend, we just like young Timothy tonight need not to fear. Hey, we're living in a crazy world tonight for sure, but this world is not my home. If you're saved tonight, hey, there's a better day in you. Friend, I say hallelujah that Jesus Christ has abolished death for us. I say thank God tonight that Jesus Christ has brought life and immortality to light through the gospel. Immortality means you live forever through the gospel. And if you're lost without God tonight, it's that same gospel that brought us that are saved alive and that will bring you to life tonight too. Ain't it good to know, child of God, we're going to live forever. Friend, heaven gets sweeter every day. I mean, friend, I'm looking forward to it, but I'll never die because of the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ that's been applied. Now, you've got to remember, Paul is writing this letter to young Timothy. Young Timothy is out there on the mission, and he's trying to lead a church during persecution, people being beheaded. And I believe tonight that Paul is trying to cheer young Timothy up. He said, young Timothy, there's a better days ahead. No matter what happens to you, God's got it under control. Friend, right there in the midst of all the persecution, he was to remember the Lord Jesus Christ who had made it all possible for him. He was to remember that Christ was right there with him every step of the way. Friend, child of God, I'm glad that wherever the rest of the week may take us, whatever tomorrow may hold, God's right there with us. Amen. And he said he'll never leave nor forsake us. Glory to God. I'm doing it. He's with young Timothy to be with us. I love this study. Man, I hope it's not a bore to you. 
Uh, it's been a blessing to me. It's helped me. It's uh, been much needed for the time we live in, I guess you'd say. It's been much needed, and uh, I'm looking forward to next week. Amen. All right. You can stand tonight. Anybody got a word on your heart? Anybody at all? All right. If not, Amen. Pray for Marie's teachers and her friends. Amen. She really misses them. I think this whole thing's been hard on, on the little ones, too. Man, it really has. All right. Brother David, will you dismiss us tonight?